Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Minority Fan Podcast. My name is Paul. On today's show, I'll be talking about the disaster, the embarrassment, the disgrace that we witnessed at Old Trafford earlier today. United 0, Liverpool 5. A great humbling by our rivals and um, it's what a sad day for football. What a weekend ruined. What a day. It's just... Um, right now, I don't have the words to describe how I feel. Uh, I'll basically be going on a rant after this time out. Don't go anywhere. Alright, you're welcome back to the show. Thank you for staying tuned. So earlier today, my United lost 0-5 to Liverpool at Old Trafford. It was an embarrassing defeat for us, my United fans. It was a shambolic performance right from the fifth minute, whereby Luke Shaw failed to play the offside trap correctly, and it led to Liverpool scoring their first goal. Do you know what's painful? about this defeat. Liverpool did have to go get out of third gear. Liverpool were not fantastic. They didn't play something extraordinary. We saw how Liverpool and Man City played. We saw how Liverpool and Chelsea, how the game went. We saw how Chelsea and Man City, how the game went. But this was a stroll in the park. This was... Liverpool were cruising. They were just having fun. Five minutes, we were caught wide open. Not long after, the second goal came in. Again, clueless defending between Lukshaw and Maguire. Lukshaw and Maguire were involved in the goals we considered. The same thing against Atalanta. Against Atalanta, Maguire and Lukshaw's poor marking enabled... Uh, Demiral scored Atlanta's second goal in the Champions League because Luke Shaw did not have to nod the ball. Maguire was just floundering with his hands in the air. Two of them, they are the weak link in the defense. The biggest link weak, or the weakest links in our defense is between Maguire and Luke Shaw. They've been terrible. Maguire, since he returned, if Ole had any spine in him, if he had any any balls, he won't. The moment Maguire got injured, she would have given Eric Bay a run out. I'm not saying that Eric Bay would save our defense, but Eric Bay would do better than this nonsense we are seeing from Maguire. Maguire is our captain, and that is on Ole. Ole made him captain captain and has made him undroppable. How can somebody consistently give bad performances and there is no price to pay? How? Who does that? Who rewards such terrible performances when there are competent people waiting on the wings? If I'm not mistaken, Eric Bay has already played only one game, the, Europe, the Carabao Cup game against West Ham. That is the only game he has played. 
this season. This is the problem with Ole. Criminally underusing his substitutes, his squad. Must we play Maguire every game? Is it a curse? Is it because he cost us 80 million? So what he did? I just don't understand. I don't understand. Why would Mag- why should Maguire play every game? Is he undroppable? Is there a clause in his contract that says he can't be dropped? Can somebody please tell me? Eric Bay should have played against Leicester. But Maguire trained for one day and was rushed back in and we saw the disaster against Leicester. We saw the madness again at Atlanta, but we got away with it because he scored a goal. Now, we've been brutally exposed. Paul Scott said it on the Sky Sports Studios. If we play like the way we did against Atlanta, against Liverpool, we will be exposed brutally. Even Atlanta scored twice. Liverpool doubled it. They were far more ruthless. And there was no way back. Shocking, shambolic, schoolboy defending. From supposedly world-class defenders. These are defenders who were at the European Championships and were doing well. All of a sudden, in my United, they are playing like strangers who don't know each other from Adam. I just don't understand how that defense can be so poor and so bad, so disorganized. I just don't understand. The midfield, McFred, who, what were they there for? I thought they were supposed to shop the midfield, to shop the defense, to protect the defense. What we saw was a shambles. A disgrace, an embarrassment, a humiliation from our top rivals. If it was Villa or Southampton or any mid-table team um, embarrassing us this way, I won't be upset. I won't be this upset that I, I am right now. But to witness this, oh my God, from our biggest rivals, the manner of the defeat is painful. The manner of the play defending is terrible. For a supposedly big club, Ole has brought us to a level that is completely unacceptable. And I'm disappointed hearing him in his press conferences. The idiot has no plans on resigning. If he had any decency in him, if he had any pride in him, if he had any shame in him if he loves the clubs like he's he's been telling us that he does if he really loves this club he would step down immediately but i'm hearing him saying that he, he we are close to where he expects us expects us to be that he will not give up now and i'm and i'm sure the stupid journalists who interviewed him did not ask him where does he expect my united to be or where does he think united are or should be that he's so close to achieving. I know they didn't ask him that question. They should have asked him, a serious journalist should have asked him that question. I can't believe, I can't believe the board will let Ole stay on after this disaster. It just shows we have no ambition. The unfortunate thing is that there are idiots in the fan base who believe it should be given time. Who will be okay for Ole to remain there because he just scored a goal in 1999 that gave us a Champions League victory. So what? 
So what he did? Is it not his job? I don't understand this hero worship of Oli, really. If the board does not act on Oli, then the board is responsible for whatever happens this season. We are going to be losing good technical players because of Ole. Sancho was signed for 74 million. He's not being played in his best position. Van der Beek was signed for 35 million. He's not even given a look in. Same thing with Eric Bay. They are being criminally underused because Ole trusts certain players to the detriment of the whole squad. The people who keep failing you, who are not giving their best, you keep trusting them. And those who who you are not who have something to offer. You're not giving them an opportunity. So what if you bring in Van der Beek and Bayer and we lose? So what? We've already been losing with Maguire and McTominay and Fred. So what? Alex Telles should be given a chance. All these bench warmers, some of them should be given a chance to, to, to play. Even if we lose to Spurs or to City, they deserve a chance to give uh, to put in the, uh, to, to, to try something. We need to try something because... Luke Shaw, Maguire, Lindelof, even, I would say, even Wambisaka, all of them, they failed. Wambisaka, um, I don't rate Dalot anymore. I don't see what Dalot brings to this squad. Dalot, the few times he has played this season, he has been awful. He has not done anything to merit challenge. So I think that is why Wambisaka is not on his toes. If I were Ole, I would have gone for Desert Dumfries to, to to give a Wambisaka a run for his money. Desert Dumfries will will bench Wambisaka with the way he plays. We will have an outlet from the right wing, not just from Luxor's wing. And some dumb fans are also blaming um, Ronaldo for that. Ronaldo had disabled. That is crap. That is crap. If Marshall was there, it would be crap. If Cavani was there, it made no difference. If Cavani, Marshall, or Ronaldo were playing the center forward, it would make no difference because there are no supplies to the striker. There are no nobody creating chances for the striker. Nobody. When you look at the Liverpool lineup today, you would see the mind of Jurgen Klopp. You could see he was he set up his team. To nullify the, the where United were very dangerous through Marcus Rashford, he brought in Konate because he knows that Matip will probably not be able to cope with Marcus Rashford's pace. So he brought in Konate to pattern Virgil Van Dijk in defence, and it was an excellent move. Naby Keita was causing damage in the midfield for. You know, it was was very dangerous. All the goals with Liverpool was quite, he was involved. And nobody between McTominay or Fred decided he decided to nullify the threat of Keita. None of them. He just passed sideways to sideways passing. No insightful passes, nothing. So people are calling out Ronaldo. What is was Ronaldo supposed to do? If he wasn't unlucky, he would have got he would have scored the goal today. And brought some respectability to the scholar. Maybe the game would have, if that goal had stood, would have been fired up to make the scholar a bit more respectable. If we lose 5 2, 5 3, 5 4, that would at least it would make us feel better. That all hope is not lost. I can't believe what I witnessed today. Today, 24 October 2021, one of the worst days of my life. 
and it's, 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 it, it's, it hurts me the more we call it a football game. It's not like somebody died. It's some some idiots just don't know what they're doing. Whoever is the defensive coach of the of my United, who he needs to be fired. Ole and his coaching staff, all of them need to be sacked immediately. No club in the Premier League will tolerate such performance from a team like that we are defending or we are condoning. No big club in England, in Spain, in Germany will condone such thing. No big club acts this way. Losing 5-0. We've lost big games before. We've lost games before. We've lost to Chelsea 5-0 under Sir Alex. We lost 6-1 to Manchester under Sir Alex. But Sir Alex has enough credit in the bank to know that he could bounce back from it. Sir Alex, in that season that he lost 6 to Man City, he almost won the league. We lost the league on the final day of the season. That is the standard. In 2012, or 2013, no, 2012, yes. We lost 5 to Chelsea in, uh, in the league, but I'm sure we won the league that season too. We lost 5 to Chelsea, but it was away from home. Those are uh, one-off games. Those one-off games, yes. We've lost to Newcastle 6-3. All those games, yes, one-offs. You know? It's not some... But this this has been happening. Last season, we lost to Spurs 6-1. Only got away with it because we were a man down in the first half and we were two goals behind already. So that was a mitigating circumstance. So he was let off the hook. But there is no excuse for Ole. Even though Pogba was sent off in the second half, again, Pogba is always involved in all this. Pogba often gets sent off in games we are losing. And always at Old Trafford. That's another problem. I'm, I, I'm tempted to think Pogba didn't want to play that game, was sick of playing that game, and went away out and decided to be rash in his challenge. I'm seriously considering that was his motive for playing such atrocity. I can't believe what we just witnessed today. I can't believe it. It's mind-boggling. It's shameful. It's disgraceful. And Ole has no decency in him. He wants to stay on, keep on ruining the club until he's forced out. Obviously, that is what he's looking for. He has no shame. He wants to be forced out. He wants to be sacked before he leaves the club. He's been exposed as a fraud. Ole is a fraud. He's a failure. I can't believe he's the manager of this club. Look at the caliber of coaches. We have two world-class coaches available. Conte is available. Zidane is available. Surely we should get one of those guys. Even if it's on an interim basis. People are saying that Conte's style does not fit the, the culture of the club. What crap? What culture? What culture are you talking about? Our culture is to win. Our culture is to win games, win titles, win trophies. That's our culture. We cannot stick with a culture that brings pain, brings sorrow, brings embarrassment. Gary Neville, Rio Ferdinand, all of them, all those clowns saying rubbish. 
I've not read their comments. I've not seen their comments yet, but I know they will not say anything reasonable. They will blame the players rather than blame the coach. They rather blame the players. These are players that won th- trophies with Moriho. Some of them won with LVG. Marshall Rashford won a trophy. Lingard, they all won trophies with Louis Van Gaal. Moriho used some of these players. Eric Bailly. Luke Shaw. To win the Europa League and the Carabao Cup. Don't tell me these players are this bad. Don't tell me these players are not good enough. Some of them are not good enough. But many of them are good enough not to lose in an embarrassing fashion like we saw today. Ole has to leave the club if he has any decency with him. But I have seen that he doesn't want to leave. So it just means that some people in the fan base have to begin to push for a move for Ole to be sacked. But I don't, I don't think we have enough people in the fan base that can begin to clamor for Ole sacking. I don't think we have enough people in the fan base that want him out. I think some people are too loyal or are still they are still in love with nostalgia to to think straight. Until Liverpool surpasses our 20 league titles and Newcastle become a force to reckon with. That is when some of us fans, our eyes will now be open to wake up and smell the coffee. There's a lot of delusion in the Man United fan base. A lot of loyalties to individuals and not to the club. This club is bigger than Ole. Ole needs to go if we want progress. The Glazers really are the, the root of our problems. But I don't think a, a bad coach, sorry, a good coach will mask some of the problems that the Glazers bring to this club. A good and decent coach will mask the problems. And we don't have that in Ole. Everybody from Ole to the director of football to the board, they're all mediocre. And if this defeat to Liverpool is not enough formulation to knock some sense into some people that things need to change with this football club, then it appears we need to be knocked out of the Champions League places. We need to make lose out on top four before it was sinking maybe we should end up in sixth or seventh place or eighth place or maybe we should end up like us now before it begins to things begin to sink in that we are not going in the right direction we are now regressing only needs to get out now only needs to get out now i don't want to bring myself to analyze again because they were all the, all the players were horrible Especially the defense. The, the McTominay pairing. They were all horrible. It made the game so easy for Liverpool. Liverpool hardly had to break a sweat. I was thinking there would be positives. The positive is that Ole gets out and a, a more astute coach comes in. Then good players are allowed to play, the coaching is improved and we become a much better team. And we could our disaster disastrous season might be salvaged like Chelsea salvaged theirs last season. But it's looking like we are determined 
to make rival fans happy by keeping Ole in a job because it's only rival fans that want Ole to remain. The majority of idiots that want Ole to remain are from other clubs. And it's not going to get better. If we beat Spurs, which I doubt we will, we'll be exposed again by Pep. Pep will see this nonsense that Ole did and he will run rings, De Bruyne, Gabriel Jesus, Riyad Mahrez, Sterling, and so on. They will run rings in that defense. And further expose us to bring us to more embarrassment. It's not going to end. Only maybe Chelsea. Chelsea will win against Man United. Maybe it will not be heavy because they don't have good strikers. But you never know. You never can tell what will happen. Romelu might be fit by then and may decide to have a blinder and embarrass the, embarrass us further. It's not going to get, it's going to get worse. Ole obviously loves the power that comes with his position, the influence, the prestige. He loves it and he's intoxicating him and he doesn't want to abandon it. He knows that it's the end of the road for him as a manager in the big leagues if he loses his job. And he's holding on to it as long as the Glazers want to keep him. And I don't blame him. Nobody would, not many, not many people who know their worth would resign and do a self-reflection and go again because they have credit in the bank. Not only. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so pissed off. I'm so upset. I'm so angry. I've never been this angry in my life in a game that we've lost. We've lost we've had many bad games. Make no mistake. We've had David Moyes period. I thought it we had seen the we have we have I thought it was one of the worst periods in my United history, at least for me as a minor supporter. But David Moyes period looks like heaven compared to the shit show we are seeing under Ole right now. A humiliation from our closest rivals, five zero at Old Trafford, not at Anfield. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. This is terrible. So terrible. Oh, boy. I don't know what else to say. I'm just pissed off at the results. Um, um, this week, there's, I think there are going to be League Cup matches during the week. So And, of course, we've been knocked out by West Ham so we will not be participating so our next game will be against Spurs on Saturday I believe so I think the players can take a rest can take some time off and maybe maybe they will have serious crisis talks with themselves but the way I'm seeing it I am not I don't think Ole will be sacked I'll be I'll be so happy if the idiot gets sacked by this time tomorrow, we are, uh, we'll be make, I'll make a podcast about his sacking. Not about, but from his comments, he's speaking like a man who knows nothing is going to happen. And I will bet, I'll, I'm willing to bet all my life that he's not going to get sacked within the next 24 hours. Really. So that's my take, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for listening to this rant. I'll see you. Um after sports. Bye for now.